Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to collect samples of work you are especially proud of. This can help you document what you have accomplished and lets you give yourself a boost on days when you are not feeling especially successful. So I had the somewhat strange experience recently of being asked for a resume for something. I wasn't applying for a job, but some people I was working with were applying for something rather formal. And I guess the point of my resume was to show that I was legitimate. I don't actually have a resume because I'm not entirely sure what it would say. I haven't had a normal job in decades, and my educational background doesn't necessarily reflect what I've done with my life. We figured out a solution to the resume question, but I realized that the reason I don't have a resume is because usually when someone is debating working with me, they don't look for a resume. They look at what I've produced. If you search for my name, you can quickly find books, articles, podcast episodes, videos of my speeches, and so forth. I have a portfolio rather than a resume. Lots of creative professionals maintain portfolios to show off their skills and the range of work they can do. For instance, when I was looking to hire a designer to help with my new home renovation, I looked at her pictures on Instagram and those she sent me. But portfolios don't have to be just for creatives. Well, we're all creative, but, you know, people who do it for a job. Even if you do keep a resume current, it's helpful to create a portfolio, too. Whatever your field, you can collect examples of your best work. So, yes, that could, in fact, be a PowerPoint deck from a great presentation. It could be an agenda for an especially productive and well-thought-through meeting. It could be a white paper or a blog post that was posted on your company's website. It could be the budget narrative for your department's annual budget proposal, and so forth. When you do something that you are especially proud of, add it to your portfolio. Aim to have at least one or two samples of each kind of work that you regularly do. As you are pulling this together, make notes about the context of the work and what made the work great. You may think this will be obvious, but it's easy to forget the specifics, like how an infographic on a particular slide sparked a lot of discussion, or how you gave this particular presentation at your company's annual meeting with 150 people in attendance. Also include any feedback you received on your work, Perhaps you received a complimentary email from a colleague or client. You may also be able to provide data about the work's impact, like the dollar value of the contract that resulted from your pitch to a new client, or the number of views on your really good blog post. As a side note, these notes and numbers are really useful as you pull together information for your annual review. But just as importantly, the portfolio can be useful when you are feeling discouraged. I write a lot, but I definitely still get rejected for stuff. And when that happens, it's nice to be able to read some of my other published work or look at my books lined up on the shelf and decide that maybe other people will still want to read my work, even if this particular gatekeeper 
didn't. Now, I do understand that if you work for a large company, some work products will not, in fact, completely belong to you. Or at least you won't be able to easily show them outside of your organization. And that's fine. You might split your work into categories. Stuff you can show. And then also stuff that is for helping boost your internal career. And to boost your own spirits. But in any case... A portfolio can be incredibly useful for keeping you focused on results. In day-to-day life, we often get so caught up in administrative details and making it to things on time that we feel busy without being sure what we are accomplishing. A portfolio can remind us of this. It certainly does for artists and other creative professionals, but it can for anyone. So why not start pulling one together? In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.